0: Well, hello there. I'm Tracy Resch Williams, business coach and consultant for Alaska Tracy. Businesses work with me that are seeking calmness clarity and prosperity using my vision mapping framework. I guide them on their journey to success. On this podcast, you can enjoy hearing inspirational stories of success as well as business tips and tools that you can actually use. So thanks for joining in. And oh, please remember click the subscribe button, invite your friends and leave a comment. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to Alaska Tracy Podcast, where we have a very special guest, Misty Cogdill. And she is going to enlighten you with her expertise in handwriting. Misty is the number one Amazon bestselling author of the book, You Can Heal Your Life with Handwriting. She's the founder and CEO of Handwriting Soul Academy, and has been studying the benefits of handwriting for over a decade. Misty works with business owners, network marketers, entrepreneurs, coaches, speakers, service professionals, and anyone who wants to increase their business and reach their goals using hip hype, hype, no, hype, hype. Sorry, I'm struggling with this word. Hypnosis through handwriting and the power of questions. Let's give Misty a wonderful, warm welcome as she is going to share her backstory of how she got into this amazing profession and how she helps so many transform their lives. Hello, Misty. Welcome to Alaska Tracy
1: podcast. Thank you so much, Tracy, for having me.
0: I appreciate you being here. I am thrilled to share your story, have you share your story with my community. And I just, I was so inspired when I, when we connected and when I got to hear your backstory of how you got to creating your handwriting soul academy.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a journey for sure, but one that I'm happy to share, especially with women. (laughs) Good, good. So it was
0: changing your name when you got married that created this massive, impactful shift in your life. Can you take us back to, I guess, before you were married, even?
1: Yes. um, My journey really began and I always let people know, I feel like this was part of my sole purpose. Something that I came in wanting to teach because my mom wanted to change her handwriting since before I was born. And her desire for that, I never understood. And I never, when I was little, I just kind of thought, well, what's the big deal? You know, I, I never really gave a lot of credit to that desire or really thought much of it. And so I recognize when people hear what I do or hear what I teach, you know, they may have the same concept. And I'm like, I was there. I remember what that felt like. I remember those exact thought patterns, but there was a whole world that was there that I didn't give any attention to. And now that I know what I know, I was like, wow, you know, it's no wonder somebody needs to be passionate like I am to say, Hey, this is important. Pay attention. really wake up and say okay there's something there um you know and and to really transform and to um, be aware that that our handwriting is a graphic representation of our subconscious thought patterns and it's a, a map on paper to how we think and when you shift the way that you write you can actually shift your blockages there's certain blockages that people have that then allows them to advance forward when you make these adjustments. So your mother wanted to change her handwriting. Yes. She wanted to change her handwriting since before I was born. What did she want to change it to? Like what? <laughs> yes. That- I always people, when, um, when you're looking at handwriting in general, handwriting that's very big and very bubbly is an expression from the heart, handwriting that is very tiny and very pointy as an expression from the intellect. And my mom's handwriting was very tiny and pointy, and she used to admire you know, other people's handwriting that was beautiful and, and, and more big and bubbly, and she would admire that. You know, and so now looking back that I know what I know, I can see what she was expressing, even though she didn't know it on a conscious level. I know it on a conscious level. And she just had that natural desire. Wow. Did she ever
0: change her handwriting or have you helped her?
1: Um, I've been. Trying to help her, it's something that, you know, some people are sometimes stubborn, they they like their comfort zone, and and uh, she has changed a couple of things throughout the years, but it's it's not been at the pace and the speed that I would and do teach now. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so you
0: knew this from early on, and then you got married, and what happened for you?
1: Yeah. So my mom wanted to change her handwriting, but I didn't know what I know today back then. It was just something that I I didn't give any attention to. So it's almost like the universe said, okay, you're not getting the message that we need you to get. So we're going to give you a different lesson to really have you experience it on a different level to really have you recognize what's there. So our, our name is our identity and, you know, when you write your name and you sign your name, you're telling the universe, you know, this is who I am. So for women, when you change your name and you get married and you take on that new last name, all of a sudden you have a new signature. And that new signature, you know, it's not like you get married and the next day it's different. Because if that was the case, women and society, we would have figured this out centuries ago. But you get married and that next day, You're starting to slowly shift the neurological patterns of the brain that's going to start to lead you really slowly over the course of the next year and beyond to that new identity, to that new person, and to that new way of being. And so you're slowly letting go of the old you and slowly emerging into the new you, and that takes time depending on how often you write your name and the way that you write your name. And all of it matters. And so, so what started happening for you to realize all this? So within the course, I want to say it took about a year, you know, and I, I just kind of sat back one day and I was like, wow, I'm like, things aren't the way they used to be. I, I don't, you know, there's certain characteristic traits that I've always been known for as, as a very bubbly, um, happy, talkative person And that talkativeness went missing. You know, I was more of an extrovert and I was becoming more of an introvert. And so it was a very dramatic shift in my personality. And I didn't know why I didn't have any answers, but I just kind of sat back and was like, where did certain parts of me go? Like I used to experience the energy and that energy was gone. And I didn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, what happened? And nobody had answers for me. And when you talk to anybody, they're like, that's just part of life. You just change and you move on. And, and you just got to go with the flow. And I'm like, no, something happened and nobody had answers. And I'm like, I'm not, I know I'm not crazy. I know that something happened and I'm going to figure it out. And when I do I'm going to tell everybody and their mother, because nobody knows about it. <laughs> But I intuitively knew something happened and for six years I was kind of left in the dark with questions and wondering and not understanding and, and feeling lost and feeling like, you know, I don't have answers and nobody else has answers and, and I had this change and I don't know what this change is. I don't know how it happened. I don't know why it happened. I don't know how to get it back. You know, there was just all this stuff and I, I was to the point where it was just, I didn't have answers. And then when I got divorced six years later, I ended up getting my maiden name back. And then again, within the course of prop, I would say it was shorter than a year. I recognized that I was myself again. And then I was like, I'm back. I got my, my energy back. I got my, my, my way that I knew myself to be was back. The extrovert in me started to emerge again. And I was like, how did I get back? What caused me to get back? And so I started to look back in the past and start to figure out like what happened and and when did I change and when did I change back? Because when I figure that out, I'll know not to do that again.
0: <laughs> right. And what were you doing for a living during this whole time?
1: Um, so I was uh, working in an office. I, I was a pharmaceutical rep um, as a pharmacy technician uh, for part of, it. And then there was a job change and I ended up with a, an office job. Um, and when I got my maiden name back, I actually went into real estate. Okay. And
0: as you started realizing what was happening, what started emerging for you?
1: Uh, Just the recognition of that I was back, that my personality, the the certain characteristic traits were there and that that was a missing the entire time that I was married. So it was literally like a different person, almost like two different people, but with the same first name, just obviously different last names. And when I, when I started to notice that, and then I started to look back and and figured out the pieces of the puzzle you know, I started to do a lot of research and, um, and the more research I did, the more I started to do my own tests and my own experience experiments. And then I was obviously in real estate, new construction for eight years. So everybody would sign, you know, for the purchase agreement to buy their house. And I'm sitting there analyzing their signature (laughs) and, and giving tips and everything that I was, that I was learning throughout the years. So uh, it's, it was eight years. I felt like real estate was eight years of a giant classroom of being able to read people's handwriting and their signatures and um, being able to make a lot of awarenesses and observations and um, understanding a lot of different things with it.
0: Wow. Does anybody else do this kind of work that you could like lean into and learn from and
1: yeah, I've met I've met people over the years, and they all kind of have a. Um, I haven't met a lot of people, you know. Right. There's there's maybe three to four people over the last ten years that I've actually met. So obviously, it's very unique and very rare. And the tests and experiments that I've done um, have given me a lot of truth, and a lot of the testing from my real estate days gave me a lot of facts. You know, so I'm I'm kind of unique in the sense of what I do. I've tested everything myself. Uh-huh. You know, I've gone through and I've, I've been able to do the tests and experiments to, to understand it on a personal level, because if I was to ever teach it as I, I never knew what would ever happen with it, <laughs> but I wanted to know it inside out, no matter who I came across, whatever their name was, I would be able to help and support them because I would know it inside and out. Interesting.
0: So when did you know that it was time to leave real estate and start your own coaching consulting? COVID. <laughs> COVID.
1: COVID kind of was like, it was something that was, was in the works um, in 2019. Uh, so before COVID, I had started to recognize of being a Bob Proctor coach Um, and I was going to set myself apart from all the other Bob Proctor coaches because I was able to read their handwriting and that was going to be something additional that I added that no other Bob Proctor coach had. And when I would talk with everybody, people are like, I want your handwriting program. I'm like, I don't have a handwriting program. I have a Bob Proctor program. They're like, well, I want your handwriting program. So When you create that, let me know. And that was the answer I kept getting. So I recognized, you know. That obviously that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I was talking about with everybody. And once I created that, I ended up with, you know, it just was a huge shift for me to recognize that I needed to be my own leader instead of trying to follow a different leader.
0: There you go. So you created a program based on what people were telling you that they wanted.
1: Well, it's, it's everything that I know to be true and then Uh I was teaching, you know, about, um, the different things that you can do with it. And I started to create PowerPoints and then I had people on calls and then I was teaching them all throughout the, the PowerPoints that I created. And, um, and it, it was, it was a lot of fun, but yeah, it, uh, I had a client last year who was earning $8 million a year. So he was obviously doing very well. You know, you wouldn't think that someone with that level of income would be looking for any sort of a change. But when I met him, he said that everybody in his industry with finance and trades in the 401k and that type of world, um, he had shared that, you know, everybody was doing a lot better than he was and was getting a lot bigger numbers than him. And I said, well, you're not, you know, your numbers seem really good to me right? But then when you compared to what he was capable of, he, he felt like he had a ceiling and like he was limited and blocked. And he heard me speak and he said, okay, well, this is, I've tried everything, but this is something I haven't tried. Let me, let me try it. And then I actually had him write a sample and I highlighted exactly where all of his blocks were. And I you know, I was right there on paper and I said, this is because of this and this will cause this and this will create that. And, all. and he was like, oh, my gosh. So he decided to take the program and he went from earning eight million to 12 million in four months. Oh, my gosh. That is
0: Amazing. So
1: yeah, it amplified what was already there. And that's what I try to, to get through to everybody that I talk with is he was already doing a lot of work. He was already, you know, earning a lot of good money. He was already implementing, but he knew that he had a ceiling. And so when, when my program came in and he shifted it, he got to amplify what he was already doing. And it was almost like the icing on the cake, so to speak you know, that allowed him to, to go forward. But I, I, he was doing the Bob Proctor program as well, which is a lot of what I teach also. So with that, he actually had said, this was just important, just as important as what he was doing, because he says, this is the fundamentals. He goes, you could spend years trying to get to what you already teach, or you can just have it up front and then do the rest of the coaching that can go with it to help you evolve with it. But um, nice.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's wonderful. What I I wanted to back up to the when I said that you created what people were asking you for. I think a lot of times people have a passion about something, and so then they try to create a business around it, and it's almost. Um, backwards maybe, or, or they're not getting the feedback. People aren't coming to them and asking them how they're doing, whatever they're doing. And they forge forward with creating and spending all this money and time. And then nobody shows up. And it sounds like to me that your journey was that you knew something and then you started doing the research and then people started gravitating towards you and asking you questions. And then like, you knew you were
1: onto something. Is that, does that sound accurate? um, there, There was definitely people that I reached out to and, and was able to get feedback from, you know, for years on different things. But then when it came to my program, I asked everybody, I was always asking people for feedback and for just recognizing, you know, what was there? What did they want? What was their problem? What was the person struggling with? And how could what I know help them? And I would, I have a lot of people send me their handwriting samples if they want to. Some people are scared to. So I always say it's an option. You don't have to, I could still share with you, but um, with the people that would send me their handwriting sample, I could see exactly on paper. I'm like, okay, so this right here is going to create a block. This is going to create a self-sabotage. This is going to cause you to lie to yourself. This is going to cause you to lie to others. This is going to cause you to, you know, reverse energy. This is going to cause a money, you know, like I could just go through the whole entire list of exactly what was happening. And then it's like, okay, so do you want that or don't you? Don't you? And then they're like, no, I, I don't want that. And so I said, well, then, you know, we could, we could shift it. I could show them how to shift it. But with my program, the things that I that I know is when you're shifting your handwriting, your your old patterns have are attached to your past. It's attached to all your emotions that might be stuffed. So if if there's an experience that you happen that happened and you stuffed that emotion down, you're like, oh, I don't want to deal with that or, Oh, I'm going to avoid that or whatever. As soon as you shift your writing, all of a sudden that stuff comes bubbling up and then you got to face it and you got to deal with it and you got to address it. And then that creates a massive clearing. And from that clearing and that transformation, plus the new writing then allows you to really advance forward.
0: Wow. I love that. That is amazing. It sounds real. Every time I'm doing a podcast interview, I'm always like, sign me up. (laughs) My coach tells me to pause. (laughs) Pause. (laughs) How could somebody find you, Misty, and uh, have a conversation or potentially work with you?
1: Yeah, great question. So um, I did write a book, um, which is You Can Heal Your Life with Handwriting, and it was the Amazon bestseller last year. So with that, I created the business Handwriting Soul Academy and I'm on all social media as Handwriting Soul Academy and they could go to my public Facebook group. It's a private public Facebook group and um, I go live in there a couple times a week so they can get a lot of extra knowledge and wisdom and stuff that I share as well as book a call with me to learn more about the programs that I offer. And um, so I'm on uh, Facebook is Misty Cogdill. You could email me Misty Cogdill 888 at gmail.com as well.
0: Wonderful. And I'll put all that in the show notes for those of you that read the show notes so that you can easily tap the link and go right to Misty. The last question I like to ask people that I interview How do you Misty define success?
1: Success is um, definitely not just linked to money. I look at it as success in all areas of life when you have healthy relationships and you do have healthy finances, but you have a healthy mindset, you know, and and being self-confident, believing in yourself, having that self-esteem and that, you know, drive and, and healthy thoughts without depression, um, also having a healthy body and, and eating healthy and exercising, and then a healthy spiritual connection in whatever way that you're connected to spiritually or religious or whatever, you know, the, the higher evolved, um, creator, you know, whatever language you want to use. And so I think all of those areas, as well as being emotionally healthy, that is what success is is when you have all of those firing in alignment and they're all doing well, you've really reached um, worldly success, I feel like. <laughs> and have you reached it? Um, I'm work I've got a lot of it mastered but there are some certain key ones I'm still working on myself as you know you clear old stuff from the past, old limiting beliefs, you know and you start to rise into, into the future, um, your future self as you're creating. And, uh, I definitely have, I would say most of them mastered, but still working on a couple.
0: (laughs) Nice. I love that answer, Misty. Thank you so much for sharing today, your expertise and showing up to do this interview.
1: Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here and and, an honor to be on your
0: show. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, Misty. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of Alaska Tracy Podcast. Please feel free, if you're a woman, to join the free Facebook community, Women's Success Community. Until next episode, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.